0: Are you the type of person that just says yes to everything? Well, today, we're going to introduce you to a new word, no. Hey, welcome back to Blunt Force Business. I'm Brian LaFouche. And I'm Patrick Marino. And today, we're going to talk to you about the benefit of the word no, because no means no in the business world. Only. Restart. Restart.
1: Are we, uh, were we actually restarting? Were we just talking? no. We're not actually
0: <laughs> restarting. We're just gonna get fired. You are going to fire me when it's over. Um, the reality is you, this was a great topic that you actually came up with, and I was psyched when I read it when I saw the, what you'd put down because I feel this plagues especially startups. Right. And, and it does so because, you know, when you enter the startup world or even if you're, like, really focused on growth, like, I really want to grow this thing.
1: Early stage.
0: Yeah. Early, every idea seems like a good idea. Mm. Right. Because you're afraid. There's a little bit of fear. So you're afraid that, you know, maybe it, it nothing, we're not going to make enough revenue or, or am I going to be able to support myself with this new venture? And you end up in this perpetual cycle of... Yes to everything that comes your way
1: I think it can be something that hurts you As an individual too Just working for A company When Somebody just you know you, wanna, you want to Impress and you want To be a good soldier So you end up taking on Everything and I know I, I've had a ton Of examples of that people working with The different companies and ventures I've been in where they just want to impress And they want to they want to be a part of it, right? But in reality, they don't really have the time to do it, and right. it ends up kind of being ridiculous. Like well, it, they end up, it's end up being a negative because it's like you look back and it's like, what has he really followed through on?
0: You can always picture that uh, bringing this into more of a corporate setting. I can always picture that individual that I worked with that, whenever the boss said, "Hey, we got you know, we're looking for a volunteer," And they would be like the front. Mm-hmm fucking happy raise hand
1: over here, well lot of times they just they would just volunteer to do it before there was even a thing, like just like oh, I want to get involved in that, yeah Okay, great right, right. like but there's only so many things Let's you can start do a
0: committee
1: and Let's, i'm going through um personal note, yeah in my life i 'm definitely like in my midlife crisis stage, like like the i'm in the, I am living the movie, yes, man, not quite, but I mean, you know what I mean where it 's like people just ask me to do stuff and ask me what I think about that, and i've been saying yes to a lot of things just because I yep. feel like. I'm on the back nine, I'm single, and this is, I might not be single for much longer i mean i'm not involved with anybody but i mean i'm not like there's a period now like there's this little period right of undisclosed amount of time right who knows how long it's going to be so i'm just going to say yes to as many things as i possibly can but it it comes back to bite me too like not in like bad ways but like in ways where i'm just exhausted i shouldn't have done that i see like you know like why did i do that you know what i mean like i haven't had it really bite me in the ass too hard like a, a in like a really negative way but like it's like a time-consuming, like, I really shouldn't have done that. Like, I didn't have time to do it. Why did I say yes to that? You know, that kind of stuff.
0: Well, you you outlined it as fear, yep. right? And yeah. I think that's what – whatever the fear is, fear of not getting the promotion, fear of, you know, my startup doesn't make it, fear of I'm not going to have this opportunity again, fear whatever, fear <coughs> drives yes. And the point of, I think, our video today is – to our listeners out there is helping them deal with that. Yeah. And assess it and and be more effective with managing it.
1: Yeah. It's like it's a conversation. It's a it's a decision. It's not just a automatic like, yeah, we can do it. Let's get into it.
0: Which leads us to blunt force fact number one. What's
1: blunt force fact number one? It
0: is there is no such thing as a free yes. Thought I was gonna say lunch, but I didn't. <laughs> I said yes. No such thing as a free yes. So when evaluating these opportunities that are coming your way, even if you're in these dire situations or even if you you know, step number one, identify feet that you're making fear-based decisions <clears throat> almost all the time in life. Right. Even when you don't classify them as fear-based decisions, we're always there's always a small component. That is lurking in the back. I'm sure you just told a great story of how that's sitting with you. I, t- I can say the same thing. Where I'll always look at my company uh, invoices and balance sheet, right? And especially, I do this all the time with that when I look at my projected invoices. So I'll, I'll look and see. All right, we've booked out X amount of work for the next couple months, and I'll be happy with that. But then what's my what's the fear response that always happens? Well, the fear response is, well, that's only really through March. So what does that mean for me for, you know, I'll, I'll and so what does that lead to? Well, maybe that leads to me approaching that next call with the client as like, I'm, j- I'm just gonna say yes because'll that'll, that'll check a box in that, you know, future revenue category, which is the fear, right? Without thinking through, that that yes is, there's a cost to that yes. And the cost can be a bunch of things.
1: Right. Or or it's a cost of, um, mostly I th- I think it's time. We'll talk about that in Blunt Force Fact number three, too. But I mean, like, to me, it's um a lot of times you see the dollar, dollar figures or the prestige of the opportunity. That's a,
0: that's a great, I'm really glad you brought that up. Those because- are the two
1: things for me. I know the dollar figure is the one in particular for me. That has hit me in the past when it's just like, oh, here's like a, a decent chunk of change, and all you see is that. Mm-hmm. You don't see the hours that it's going to take and how it's going to disrupt the rest of your. You just see, the money, right, right, and you don't recognize the fact that there's going to be these consequences down the line. Um, and there's really no, there's nothing that you can take on where there would be no consequences, right, right. There's always going to be, some trade-off. Right. Yep. And, um, you know, the good, the good companies will project, right. And they'll say project, I know I'm going to get X amount of work, which is hard as you would say in a startup or in a early company, mm-hmm. it's hard to project out. So it's like, what can we take on? What can't we take on? So we take on more than we can chew. Um, and the other, um, the other, the prestige part is like, you, you, you know, you, I worked in a company that had the opportunity to work with like one of the major boston based projects, you know, and we and we didn't have the, the ability to do it, but we pitched it and we right, got it. Right. You win. yeah, exactly. You win. We got it, and it's like you had to figure it out how to do it afterwards, right. you know. And I think it ended up working out for that company, but like the company doesn't exist anymore because they just did that too often, right? It's like we're yeah. just, we're just going to commit to stuff, yeah, and then who knows, right? If it's going to work out, yeah, you know. And there's really no there's no such thing as as free. There's always that that consequence you're not just going to get the money it's not just here you go you have yeah. to actually do the do the job do the work and then hopefully it, it turns out okay but you also have all the other things that your company is doing too
0: i think as part of whenever evaluating um new <laughs> business or like you said or maybe a new job or additional duty at your job if that's what you're doing. It's always a matter of taking that minute to just do the exercise of writing down what's the cost to this. Because something is going to give. That give could be a million different things. It doesn't, you know, it might not always be, um, the give might be might be actual money. Because if I'm doing this, there's only so much time in the day. So if I'm doing this and I'm going to get X out of it, something else isn't going to fill that, <coughs> time. you know, something else that might also be a revenue stream isn't going to fill that time. So wh- what, are the, um, what are the costs that you need to start thinking of? The costs that you think of are, you know, mon- monetary mon- monetary costs, time costs, quality of life costs, like overall well-being costs, right? right? Like if I take that on, now, I, now I'm giving up my, my time at the gym.
1: I'm giving happens. up my time with my kids, or I'm giving up my time yeah. of sleeping.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You
1: know, and at the time it sounds good because it's money, but then like you know, at, at the end of the day, was the extra boost in income worth the squeeze of the me just completely falling to pieces? Right. Because I over, we're well, going to talk about this in one forceback number three. I overextended myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah,
0: And I have that happen, you know, before we jump to blunt force factor number two, just kind of wrap this, you know, I can, I'll personally relate to this, that one of the things that I did in my life is we talked about is I'll get up really early and I, I block off like a couple hours before anyone else is up to just do work that's programmed on my calendar. So when I wake up and I get my computer, I just open my calendar and it's in there what I'm supposed to be working on. Like I just... I, Plan it out the end of the week before. I just get up, open it. Okay, that's what I'm working on this morning during this time block. And, but the interesting thing about that, when you talk about quality, you know, and cost, is that has become that yes that I'm going to do that has become built into now how I take on additional stuff because in my mind I have that time frame. So, what that means is now that is just part of my workday. Whereas maybe when it started, it was this additional thing to kind of get caught up. Now it's just part of it. And that's how people get to the 16-hour day before they know it. And they're like, how the fuck did I get here? Right? Right? Because you do something that then becomes a thing you do because well i got to do i you know it it but then you build on that so you keep saying yes mm-hmm. because you you now accomplish the bandwidth of oh i accomplished everything with that so now i have i think more bandwidth but i building on this time i already sacrificed you there know, are, you know there I mean?
1: are, yeah there are ways to manage this one of them would be to make hires right hire mm-hmm. people yeah. another one could be the subcontract Right? A lot of companies will be like, you know we're going to take this on, so it's going to be under our name, but somebody else is going to do it. Yeah, and we'll just you know we'll manage it. you know so there are definitely ways to, to to deal with this otherwise no one would ever scale ever. You have to say yes to some
0: yeah, absolutely things,
1: but you just have to realize that there's no such thing as the free.
0: Well, the process yes, that right we there's use... always
1: a cost, right And that doesn't mean you can't manage the cost. It just means that you have to recognize the cost.
0: And the process that we use in our our weekly business growth calls that we do, that we do with our clients all the time where we do the stop, start, continue or the, you know, MEPS reflection. That process is the process where this can get evaluated. And, you know, I love that when we do that. Like, all right, what's good? What do I want to start? What do I want to stop? And not the key one being that. Like, what do I need to stop doing that I didn't maybe evaluate well when I took it on and now I'm going to dump it? It's people who don't go through that process on a regular basis that... Get stuck in the Ooda loop of suck. Yep. Yeah. The suck loop. The sucuda loop.
1: It's a new thing, I guess.
0: Come over at Christmas with your loop
1: The suck oodaloop? <laughs>
0: it's got fajute.
1: The suck oodaloop has fajute on it. Loop the suck oodaloop sounds Chacuda like loop it's board. good.
0: Shakuda loop board. Oh. Yeah. We're creating new words here. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Blunt force fact number one. There's no such thing as a free yes. Evaluate. So evaluate the cost of your yes before you say it. Blunt force fact number two is a key for us here. Remember your why. So whenever you're engaging in taking on something new, how does it revert back to your why? What's really important? Or out of fear, are you now going down a rabbit hole of something that isn't? And I, go ahead. You've done it. I've done it. I we've all done this,
1: yeah. Because it's the same. It's the same reason that we talked about before. It's usually money. Mm-hmm. It's like you know what ninety percent of the time money, or it's prestige. It's the opportunity to work with somebody else you might have had not have had the opportunity to do. But you know, like if if you're building a brand or you're building a company that's going to be sustainable in the long term, you can't just jump at every opportunity to take on something because that might make your company like. Like there's just, there's value in having a a really strongly well-defined niche where it's like, here's what I do. You know what I mean? Like here's the companies, the size of the companies I work with. Here's the industries I work with. And then here's the type of work that we do. And if you're going to take on something that departs from that, you can sometimes destroy what you've built. Yeah. Or, um, or maybe you don't even really have the capability of doing the other stuff because it's so divorced from everything else that you're doing. Um, but we talk about your why all the time. So, like, I mean, I, I, I and I, this is very early stage startup type stuff too, where a company will very, you know, again, like if you're doing, especially if you do this methodically and you come up with your business idea and we mm-hmm. decide we're going to do this, we start doing it. Everything's kind of working okay. Now you have this opportunity, right? And it's not the wrong decision to take on something that diverts from your why all the time. Because you could easily say, what we're doing isn't working that great. And if we take the company in this direction, we could become this whole, whole different type of company. Right? Yeah. Which is part of the reflection part. Because mm-hmm. we'll be like, what was your why when you started and what is it now? Because it can change. Give right? you to pivot and whatever. You take on a different opportunity. But I think that a lot of the time, it takes you away from what you're doing, and it will. The consequences will be usually, I think a lot. Usually it's probably the wrong word. They can be negative, right? Right. If you do something that just is solely different, different industry, different type of work, and it, it either distracts or it takes away from, or you just don't do as good of a job from it. And I think that you just have to remember, it's everything we're going to talk about is consequences and trade offs. And this is one of the consequences of trade off. What if we do this? Is going to might fundamentally change our company, right? And is that the right decision,
0: right? We're um, working right now with a restaurant and one of the things that they made the conscious – and they were they were ready to go in this realm right when we started working with them. So I, I take zero credit for this decision, but it's a great <coughs> example of kind of the refocus of your why because they were a a kind of summertime restaurant destination because of where they were located, right? But for years, they were trying to push and grow – their off-season business. Why? Well, because they, you know, they saw this opportunity there, right? This, but what, what are they really, right? So really, they're this. They're a place that in the summer when people are down and by the coast and blah, blah, they do really well. Um, their refocus and the remembering of their why, of what they really were, led them to eventually be like, all right, we're just going to close, we're going to close during this time and stop because it's say their net increased significantly <coughs> just by saying we're just going to close instead of fighting uphill to be this thing that we're not, you know, right. um, and, it, and companies do this all the time and, and they'll get stuck in that right. rabbit hole. But sometimes just a remembering of this is what our company really is. This new opportunity, does it fit? The opportunities we're currently engaged in, do they fit? Did we get into them maybe for a reason that was different than we should? And kind of go from there.
1: Right. So You say this a lot in, like, entertainment when, like, companies take on, um, like, I think Disney is a good example, right? Because Disney, you just have this association. Like, what's your association with that brand? Mm -hmm. Kids, family, entertainment. And then when they take on something like ABC or ESPN. Yeah. Or when they had that separate division, I think Disney's uh, adult division was Touchstone, right? I think Touchstone Pictures was Disney. Okay. So it's like there's like these adult themed movies and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. right? And so it's like, and it worked. And I think it, the reason it worked is because they saw this opportunity where it's like, we make high quality entertainment, we have all this talent, and we, why wouldn't we? make these but the way they did it was by branding it differently so there's a separation they didn't tarnish the Disney brand you couldn't have like a horror movie with like that began with the <laughs> you know you couldn't do that right, right so right. it's like you had to they figured it out Yeah, and I think it's okay for like a company at, at any stage to decide the pivot and make a mistake as long as it's not going to destroy their business right so right. it's like you, it's, an it's okay to say look we're going to do this whole other thing and it could work it's okay to then cut your losses and say it didn't work. we're gonna sell that part of the business and or just close that part of the business and and cut our losses right right um but uh it's 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 got be it's gotta be a uh well thought out decision. It can't yeah. just be like a jump in like, hey, we're just gonna do this right? We can't just we're gonna say yes to this, it can't just be that. I love it. Right? I love it
0: to refocus refocus on your why and think about the cost. The cost of the yes, awesome. Which jumps us into our final blunt force fact, blunt force fact number three, which is excellence over excess. And when we go down, like this there's other
1: ways of saying that.
0: There's a lot of other ways to say that. I think we've
1: quality g- of quality versus quantity, yeah, or something like
0: that. We, we kicked around a million, <laughs> <saying that. laughs> and we settled on excellent over excellence over success because, at the end of the day, <clears throat> what too many yeses can lead to. And fear-based yeses is now you're just you're you're pumping stuff out, and the quality of it across the board starts to denigrate, starts to go down, and it's not conscious. You didn't, you know, that wasn't the plan. It's not what you intended to happen, but out of fear and without a thought, a true thought <laughs> process that we just went through with the first blunt, two blunt force facts. You end up with a diluted product yep. or a diluted service. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's getting pennies of what they – I
1: mean, we're enjoy. living through that. I like the ed- entertainment stuff. We're living through that with like Marvel right now. Right? We're totally living through it. Ahead, I don't know because I, I watch – you don't do the Marvel movies? I, I do. Yeah.
0: I, I do. Not to the extent maybe um, that you are. I don't know. I don't know how much you're watching them. But uh, I do like them. I've watched them. <clears throat> but you're saying that they're flooding.
1: Well, I'm not a Marvel, I'm a, I'm not a comic book guy, but it yeah. was like something easy for me to do with my boy, right? It was like bright, shiny stuff and it didn't suck yeah. most of the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I really dug like the original Iron Man. I never read the Iron Man cartoon, but I was just in, right? And so it's like easy to go, you go, you take your kid or whatever. But, you know, they've had a really, really rough year and there's a lot of reasons for that. But I think a big popular opinion is that there is just been this, Quality degrading as they've tried to take on more and more of these projects. They it's like they're out. they're just like yeah, exactly. They just they went from like one or two movies a year to like four movies a year, mm-hmm. and now you're talking about the creativity being extended. Now, do they have? Did they have amazing resources? Yes, but like at the end of the day, like the that flooding. I think you used the word flood. It just it just and, and it, there was other consequences. Like in like the whole industry, there's only a few really good big firms that work on like the visual effects yeah. and those companies just got overextended. So the more Marvel movies made and then these other, other, not just Marvel, other companies want to make companies, movies that were based on these really, really high quality and expensive visuals. And, you know, it's like kind of like a joke. It's like it's 2023 and the CGI isn't as good now as it was like 10 years ago. And it's really because of the overextension. It's because these, these small houses are just, they're overextended, right? And it's like the more movies, is, it's, it's not resulted in better quality. In fact, it's resulted in the complete opposite. And that's just a theory too, because there could be other reasons. Like people are just sick of superhero movies too. I don't think it's just that, but like I, I think you can see a quality downgrade because it's like, you know, at the beginning, it was just a few people in a room figuring that shit out. And now it's like this whole big thing. And now like nothing's working. Like every, right. you know, now they put it out. It's just, it's just like this last one, the Marvels or whatever, which, you know, time dates the movie, I mean, time dates the video a little bit, but like, this is the worst performing one ever, like for 20 years. I mean, it's the worst one they right. put out in a long time. Right. And it just speaks to everything. We said, it's like, you can't just keep doing it. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to have some quality control. Right. And you, you just think dollars. Yeah, right. It's Just dollars, yeah. and especially if it's been working, right? It's like billion mm-hmm. dollar movie, billion dollar movie, billion dollar movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now it's like, okay, we took a loss here. We took a loss here. Now it's a. Now everything is just a loss. You yeah. know, right? it's like, Yep. Yeah. Yep. And can you do? Can you mm-hmm. can you manage that ahead of time? Can you can you grow? Because obviously, the good companies they just grow, and they never have these huge hiccups. They have, they'll make. It's really hard to grow without a small hiccup. Of course. You know, without a small loss and say, okay, well, that didn't destroy our company. But can you grow and keep that excellence, right? And what do you do? What, what's the foundation for the excellence? You know what I mean? And I think right. a lot of that, if you dig into the Marvel stuff, a lot of it is the foundation was a little shaky all the way from the beginning. They kind of got away with just kind of making it up as they went along. Mm-hmm. Like Iron Man, I guess, they were like writing that movie as they were making it. You know, they'd be like come out, you know here's the new freaking scene and they would just do it right there you know, I mean, didn't and, that, and I think that it 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 worked to the extent that that movie was awesome and everybody loved it and it kind of developed what Marvel became like the yep. humor and like the kind of like the way that it was put together, but at scale that has really struggled, yeah, you know, and like that's yeah. the same thing with that company it's like can we lay that foundation for for reach and the excellence that we need, right? You know, and that's what you have to do. You can't just, you can't just say yes. Do right. we have the foundation to take this on? You need to more focus, doesn't equal better. Right? Focus on excellence. Yeah.
0: And at the end of the day, uh, small businesses aren't Marvel, and one hiccup. Could well, blow. even Marvel, right? But could Disney, close them. Disney Mar- struggles. Right? They may have moments of struggle. <coughs> they have a little bit of the bandwidth to overcome it. Whereas, you know, you make if you start to focus more on just excess as opposed to excellence without going through the thought pattern that we talked about, I mean, that could be devastating for you, right? To lose a couple really key clients because, because once they're lost, they're not coming back tomorrow. Right. You know, you, maybe you get them back, but you're talking years down the road. Yeah. Somebody makes a switch, they make the switch and hands off for a while.
1: I've definitely done that. I mean, I have a bunch of clients who just over the course of my period who've left and A lot of times it was customer service because I was overextended, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right? But um, what you don't want to have, and this is, I don't really have this, which is you don't want to have that negative piece out there. Right. The negative customer service piece isn't good. Right. Like you really don't want to have bad work out there. And people can be like, "Oh, I saw that work. It's terrible and you can like get they there. did bad yeah. work, yeah you know what I mean it's like because then you're jumping at the next thing and it's like okay i'm gonna I'm gonna take this client because it's more money and it's a better project, and I'm gonna do a crappy job over here, right, and you lose yeah. that client or whatever it is, but um that might haunt you that bad work, absolutely, even if you think that you know just this you think that taking on the better thing it's like, oh, I'll do a good job here, and that will over it might not." You don't want to have that negative shit hanging out there Just because you took on too much
0: So the takeaway to our listeners today Learn how to just say no And get that word in your vocabulary For the benefits of blunt force fact number one There's no such thing as a free yes There's a cost to every yes that you have
1: Yeah, just be prepared Prepare be yourself don't just, don't just think I'm just going to get the money Right? I'm going to get that money
0: <laughs> Blunt force fact number two Remember your why. When you say yes to something, make sure it lines with your vision. And blunt force fact number three, always focus on excellence over excess because otherwise you'll end up like Marvel and just, have shitty movies for just, a year straight.
1: Just think that shit through, right? That's it. Just don't say yes. That's think it. it through. Then maybe you can say yes. Yeah. You can still say yes, but did you have a process? Was it thought through? Did you do your pros and cons sheet? Pros, negatives, right? Did you write that down? Don't
0: operate out of fear. Exactly. I'm Brian LaFalge. Patrick Marina. Until next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the channel. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment. And if you don't like what you heard, I know who does. Your mom. So tell her we said hi.